the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know you are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah Radio Broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray together. Avinu Makenu, you are our Father and you are our King, and there is no one but you that we seek to serve. We love you with all our heart, soul, and mind. We thank you for giving us a heart like the heart of Messiah so that we can serve the people that you have put before us and give them the knowledge of the truth so that they can have a personal relationship with you, Lord. So, Father, I pray that this program will do just that to the people listening and to those that our listening audience shares with. Bless our audience, Lord. Give them motivation to serve you. I pray this in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Well, it's good to be back. Uh, You know what? I thought I was just going to interview Rabbi Stewart one time, but it's turning into three programs, which is good, right? I'm sure you want to find out what he's doing currently, because so far all we've done is history. and uh, But that's good, too, because God's worked amazingly in he and his family, and and there's a lot more that you need to hear. But I do want to mention the Hanukkah Haggadahs. Please call Karen. This will probably be the last week you can really call and get them. So 813-831-5673. We'll get them to you right away. And uh, that way you can invite your Jewish friends. We want to see them here about the the light of the world, Yeshua the Messiah. And that's really what Hanukkah is all about. But Hanukkah actually means dedication. So not only do we want them to know the light, but we want them to be dedicated to that light. Amen? All right. So uh, let's go back to Rabbi Stewart and pick up where... Look, I've got to tell you, you might think that his life has been easy. (laughs) But... 
Uh, a funny thing happened uh, in 2007, was it? Yes. Uh, why don't you tell us what happened, which really changed a lot of things in your life? Yeah, so we had moved to Belarus in 95. We had lived and ministered there by God's grace, established four Messianic Jewish congregations, uh, an extensive ministry to Holocaust survivors, orphans, the poor, to youth, and uh, saw more than 400 People, half of them Jewish, born again, immersed in water and moving forward with the Lord. And I'm busy raising up leaders and raising up ministers and pushing the thing forward. And my wife goes to India uh, around April of 2007. And she says, you know, she had carried a burden for this. About 40,000 young Israelis are going to India every single year, many of them seeking answers from gurus and mystics. And uh, she went on an exploratory mission, and she came back, and she said, you know, the church is not aware of this opportunity they have to bless the children of Israel and share Yeshua, Jesus, with them. And uh, we need to take teams there because they're very open. They're much more open than they are in Israel because they got time and they're seeking. And I said, sure, honey, in my free time, you know. And I had none of it. I was already, wow, you know, more than I could handle in a sense. Uh, And then a week later, we got a note from the Belarusian government that uh, they were annulling my visa. And uh, they were asking me to leave, and I would have to leave the country for at least five years. And uh, I, along with others uh, that were long-termers, we were honored guests of this country, uh, left in the spring of 2007. And in November of 2007, you know, because we we refused to quit. And we had raised up leaders. Things shook in Belarus, but nothing fell apart. After a while, everything started moving forward, thank God, through faithful young leaders that we were fortunate to uh, uh, nurture. And, uh, you know, we were like a little shocked, but we regathered ourselves. In November 2007, we went to India to begin Operation Yaakov, our ministry in India. And uh, we brought teams of young Israeli believers, and I've taught in about 15 different cities in India, Israel and the church seminars to pastors and Christian leaders. And then in 2011, I had a vision, I think I spoke to you about it, to have a training center for young adults, young adult believers. And I thought it would be here in America or in Israel. And the Lord said, no, you're building it in Himalayan mountains of India. Uh, which is a hot spot for Israeli seekers. And so we built Sunrise Messianic Training and Outreach Center uh, in the Himalayas of India. If you want to know what an easy project looks like, you try this one. Man, that was tough from beginning to end. But by the grace of God and with the help of wonderful Indian people and and other friends uh, who prayed and supported and pitched in, that center was built in a year. And So are you ready to pack your bags? Are you ready to go to India and share with Israelis who are walking through there on their hiking to find purpose in their life after their IDF stints? Uh, This would be a great opportunity. You can reach this this REACH organization uh, by going to their website, reachii.org and uh become a friend but any rate let's not talk about that let's so what what else has happened so you know most israelis have never heard the gospel 
And here we are loving on and sharing the good news with with, uh, Israeli seekers, hundreds of them who've heard the gospel for the first time ever. And you got to develop these love-trust relationships with them. And so we do our unique Indianite outreaches in Israel where we invite those that we uh, ministered to in India, and they bring their friends. They know who we are. They like being with us because of love, supernatural Yeshua love. And uh, um, and and in India, we, we have a vision to grow this to uh, more locations because Israelis are traveling for six months to a year, two years, not a short vacation uh, in India and in that area of Asia. So we have a vision to see little mini sunrises in different locations where they frequent. Where we are, you'd think you're in Tel Aviv because 80% of the travelers are Israelis. And so we're just doing a lot of unique outreaches there, our Arab Shabbat outreaches, our hiking outreaches, our volunteer opportunities, meeting in cafes. And if you're between the ages of like 23 and 35-ish and you, you're strong in the Lord and you have a burden, we have opportunities for you. Contact us through our website, reachii.org, reachii.org. And uh, we'll get you information about participating with us at Sunrise in the Himalayas. Himalayas is kind of beautiful. You might like it up there. It's kind of exotic. But it's a mission. We practice compassion-based, spirit-empowered outreach, loving people into the kingdom of God one at a time. And then, you know, uh, so we're building this, and uh, we continue to follow up with our our leaders and ministers in Belarus. You know, they meet me in Kiev, Ukraine. That would be like, Steve, your your ministers meeting you in Mexico. And, uh, right. and then after five years, you know, uh, the head of the Holocaust Survivors Association, who's a dear friend of mine, he says, whatever I can do to get you back in the country, let me know. We miss you. We need you. And he said, even if it causes me some pain, no problem. I've had enough. I'm an old guy. What can they do to me? So he wrote an intercessory letter at the end of five years, Steve, something like, Stuart Winograd is a friend. He helps us a lot. We're too old to go across the border. Please let him back in. He wrote this to the government. And to our amazement, but joy, they said, okay, we took him off the blacklist. And in February 2013, I've been going back again into Belarus regularly. But also, God put on my heart that there's thousands, tens of thousands of Holocaust survivors in the land of Israel who are lonely and feel forgotten. And he said, take your Comfort for Holocaust Survivors ministry to the land of Israel. And so a few years ago, uh, we began our work in the land of Israel. And God gave us amazing favor with an organization of uh Holocaust survivors that survived the ghettos and concentration camps, 3,000 in this organization. They're all over Israel. And we are now serving in four different cities representing 500 Holocaust survivors in these four cities. And we're loving on them. We prepare the biblical feasts. We take them to the Dead Sea. We help them with eyeglasses, dental cares, practical needs, and all of you this. You know, when you're talking about Holocaust survivors now, you're not talking about young people anymore. 80s so and 90s. They're, they're 80s and 90s. And, and probably the 80s have to be high 80s at this point. That's uh, right. It's so 
So this is a, a very specific ministry to a very specific group, not only because they're Holocaust survivors, but because of their age. Yes. And I want your audience to know that God is doing an amazing work through our Reach Initiative team. Just this year alone, 27 Holocaust survivors have prayed to receive Yeshua, Steve. And that is unbelievable. It's pretty rare today. And, and on top of it, not only did they pray, but because we stay close to them like family, many of them are now reading the Bible and moving forward with the Lord because we want them to have assurance that Yeshua was with them in the Holocaust, suffering with them, assurance that Yeshua is with them today, and assurance that they'll be with him forever in eternity. Now, have you had any difficulty with the government of Israel or the people of Israel? Have you seen anybody come against you? No. Actually, many of the young Israelis that we tell about this ministry and secular Israelis in the land of Israel, they think we're doing amazing stuff. They love it. You know, we don't focus on the Yeshua stuff with them, but we tell them how we're serving and loving. They love it. And uh, I got to share a need with your audience because it's Please. so deep on my heart. Uh, you know, we have a huge team already serving survivors in Belarus and Israel, but it's not enough to serve all of them in Israel the way they deserve and need because our, the way we serve is we get very personal. We become family. It's very time and relationship intensive. We need, we urgently need, the survivors don't have that much time. We urgently need to hire more staff in Israel to serve the survivors. And so I would ask your audience to prayerfully consider the opportunity to partner with us, either through a generous year-end gift, and we have a matching gift fund in all of December, or by even better, when you partner with us with a sum that God puts on your heart to bless these survivors, and you give that every month, it gives us stability and the ability to plan and hire and expand. So I would just ask you, please pray about this opportunity Maybe there's some of you out there that always wanted to bless Holocaust survivors. This is an opportunity that I want to share with you. And one of the last chances, because they're not going to be around that much longer. I, I mean, so this is a, a tremendous opportunity to bless. Yes. I want to tell you a story about Lev, a 99-year-old Holocaust survivor. We've been serving him for a number of years. And uh, this past summer, uh, Dima, who stays closest, he's one of our staff members to Lev, uh, told Lev he was meeting me in Poland. And so uh, Lev said, I want to do a video for Stuart and Chantal. And this is what was on the video. And uh, I believe this is on our website too. I believe you can find it. If not, I'll ask my secretary today to put it up there. He said, Stuart and Chantal, I want to thank you and Dima and all your friends because now I know that life doesn't end with death. I now know that Yeshua will take me into eternity. Oh, my goodness. Ah, that, that is amazing, amazing, amazing. And, and when you think about all the, the, the uh, people in the world who are upset with others and, and then... When we talk about Yeshua, people come against us. But, but there are certain people that, that really are ready. And, and you have this niche that you have found in Israel 
of people who are so hungry to be loved, a lot of the reason is because they don't have family. They don't have family, and they so often feel lonely and forgotten, as I mentioned before. Yeah, so it's one thing to go through the Holocaust, and then can you imagine living in in your 80s and 90s alone with nobody caring for you, nobody helping you? And so uh, Stuart and his, and his group, they, they come in and they fill that need. That That's just an amazing thing. So I'm praying, uh, honestly, that many of you will decide to go to their website, which is Reach, because you want to reach out, right? So it's Reach and then II, ReachII.org. And there's a donate button, and, and you can become friends of this ministry, and, and that would be a tremendous thing because you can see the practical, tangible things that this ministry is doing. It's not like one person feeding. 5,000 or 10,000. This is one-on-one ministry. So each staff member has just a few people, if I understand it correctly, that they are required and uh, to minister to so that these people really get something that only family, other than that, only family could give. Yeah, actually all of our staff is stretched. That's why we really need to expand our staff and we need more resources to do that because we we believe God has given us the key and that is to love people into the kingdom of God one at a time, to love, love, serve, 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 unconditional love, serve, 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 and it opens their hearts and they want to know what makes us tick and then we can really introduce them that it's Yeshua who's loving them through us. How often do we have a relative or a friend who does not believe the way we believe, and and we want to argue with them? We want to take out the scriptures and hit them with it and, and explain why they should believe. But really, I, I just sense that God is telling us, have patience pray, love, and serve. You know, when we think of Yeshua's life and his lifestyle, I think it's appropriate to summarize it in these words. Yeshua lived a lifestyle motivated by love, motivated by compassion for people, a lifestyle of sacrificial giving and serving for the benefit of others. And Ephesians chapter 512, which is like a hallmark, trademark scripture of our ministry, says this, Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Messiah loved us and gave himself up for us. And so I want to encourage all of your audience to make this a spiritual goal, to, in every aspect of life, including Yeshua's great purpose to seek and to save the lost, to make it a goal to grow in your ability to love people into the kingdom of God one at a time as a dearly beloved son or daughter. That's who you are, a dearly beloved son or daughter. Then the second great commandment, to love your neighbors yourself and to love them into the kingdom as you imitate Yeshua. And this is really, I believe, why God is giving us fruit amongst Holocaust survivors, young Jewish people, uh, families, Jewish people and non-Jewish people as well, because we are committed to living a life of sacrificial giving 
and service for the benefit of others. And this is what Talia experienced also. She saw that when she came to our camps and visited our congregations. And so uh, we all can do this and we all can grow in this. And I just want to share also uh, one other story that illustrates this and then share one other need if I could. Okay, sure, absolutely. Okay, there was a member of our congregation who met this Jewish young man. He was living on the streets and he was covered with some kind of weird skin disease, and he, he was an alcoholic. And this man heard the Holy Spirit speak to him, our congregant, bring him into your home and take care of him. Well, today, Jan, that young man who is living on the streets, his skin is nice and clear. He's got a beautiful wife. He's got three shoemaker shops. We helped him with our micro-business fund to start those. And because he's living in a poor nation. Uh, and uh, he is one of our teen leaders. He's a servant of teenagers in one of our congregations. And this is just that sacrificial love and giving. You know, I know you want to tell another story, but let me just mention, uh, you mentioned micro business. Yeah. Well, what is that? You haven't mentioned that. Uh, what are you doing there? Well, we just uh, help uh, ministers people who are volunteer ministers in our congregations living in a land where there's 300 average wages today, $300 enough, not much, $300 a, a month. month. Yeah, not much. And we, we give them a micro business loan, no interest, flexible payments. And we gather successful businessmen around them to help them to develop their business in a godly way and to be successful. Wow. So you're starting businesses too. I for, guess for, so. Wow. That's, that's pretty exciting. Okay. Tell us the other need. Okay. We, uh, you know, God, God loves faith and he loves to give us projects beyond us. And so we built Sunrise Messianic Training and Outreach Center in the Himalayas that are reaching Israeli seekers. And now he's given us another crazy faith project. <laughs> he's asked us to build the first ever in the history of the nation of Belarus Messianic Jewish Synagogue and Ministry Center. And we've bought the land, and we have the government approval for this in our hands and all the plans, and we will be breaking ground this spring on this historic Messianic Jewish Synagogue That's amazing. and Ministry Center. It's blowing my mind, you yeah. know, but we said yes to the Lord. Our leadership team did. But with the average wage of of the citizens of Belarus and the members of our congregations being $300 a month, we're going to need help from friends in wealthier countries like the United States and, and other. How much do you need to raise? Well, we're looking by December 31st, I want to raise another $70,000 for this project. And, you know, no, I, I just think that there's somebody out there who could write the check for $70,000. I, I mean, look, go to the website reachii.org. I'm sure you can also contact Rabbi Stewart that way. You can send him an email. He'll respond to you. If, if yes. you want to hear more about this ministry, you know, unfortunately, we don't, we're out of time again. I just tell you one last thing. Yes, please. Even Holocaust survivors that we serve 
are giving to this messianic center, Steve. Can wow. you imagine? No, I can't. I can't. But look, you. the past three weeks have been amazing as we see what God is doing through this ministry. Once again, I would ask you to uh, go to the website, reachii.org, and, and see how you can be a friend and, and bless them and help them. Also, once again, I would say this is the last time. Get a Hanukkah Haggadah for you and everybody you're inviting. Call Karen at 813-831-5673. We'd love for you to also visit our congregations in St. Pete and Wesley Chapel and South Bay and certainly South Tampa. Grab some friends, grab some Jewish friends, and take a field trip, right? Great we're, congregations. We're, we're, we're not competitive. It's Friday night and Saturday morning, right? So uh, we definitely would love you to come. So I pray that you'll be back next week as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.